SFFEI listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, recording on November 16th, and today I am talking about gloomy books for gloomy days, because those days are upon us, <laughs> at least here where I am in North Carolina. It's been pretty cloudy and cold, and we're already talking about getting our Christmas tree It's that time of year, I guess, already, somehow. So before I talk about some books that are perfect for the season and the weather, uh, I want to tell you about something new and exciting happening over at TBR. Um, And what's happening is that TBR is bringing paperbacks. So if you do not like carrying around bulky hardcovers, because how much can you possibly fit into your bookish tote bag? Or if you're on a budget, or you want a wider range of recommendations, or all of the above, you can now get a paperback subscription from TBR. And as usual... That subscription is curated just for you by one of our bibliologists. So they will be choosing books that you haven't read before, that you specifically request certain types of books. If you have a craving for a specific type of science fiction or fantasy read, you can let them know and they will choose books that speak to those interests. You can also gift it because the holiday season is upon us as well. And you can get all of the details at mytbr.co. So find out more at mytbr.co. All right, let's hear from a sponsor, and then I'll tell you about my picks. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Entangled Publishing's Red Tower Books, publisher of the smash hit Fourth Wing. 
You'll only cross these blades once in a page-turning new tale of revenge strategy and so many lies. Best-selling Red Tower Books is releasing its next year's will read that will capture your imagination and keep you guessing until the end. May Corlin's Five Broken Blades tells an intricate high-stakes tale of five total strangers united in a plot that will test their strength, wits, and courage. Each has their reasons, all have secrets. But while it's easy to portray a stranger, it's not so simple to stab a friend or a lover, okay, in the back. Now these five blades must choose between vengeance and one another. Pick up five Broken Blades by Mae Corlin for a thrilling, adventurous tale filled with risk, romance, adventure, and oh, so many lies. The relationships in it are complex and nuanced and involve everything from friends to enemies found in biological family and lovers and more. Thanks again to Entangled Publishing's Red Tower Books, publishers of the smash hit Fourth Wing for sponsoring this episode. So my first one is a book I always think about when I think about gloomy weather. And actually, both of the titles I'm going to talk about today have a second book out or incoming very soon. And Vita Nostra by Marina Diachenko and Sergei Diachenko, translated by Julia Maytov is one of those books. I have not caught up with it yet. Surprising nobody. But now that it is the winter season, I'm really thinking about picking up Assassin of Reality, which is the second book in the series. And this is like, I think I read Vita Nostra before I knew of or had heard about Dark Academia. I don't think TikTok had really blown up when it came out, and there wasn't a lot of, like, that dark academia aesthetic happening. But this is that. It is a book that is set at a boarding school in a sort of isolated town, and the story follows Sasha, who's a young woman who is just sort of getting by with her mom. And she gets this proposition to go to a very interesting and special school. And the thing is, she doesn't necessarily want to go to this school, but if she doesn't do what her new mentor says something terrible could happen to her family. So not a great setup for poor Sasha, who enters this school where she's put through these tests along with other students who are similarly, you know, confused about what they're doing there. Um, Different grade levels have more insight into what's happening, but everybody is very hush-hush. There's a lot of, like, confidentiality, a lot of things that just happen without explanation, and there's a lot of trauma that happens at this school. The students are put through a lot, and Sasha is kind of a perfectionist very much your A-plus student who takes her studies very seriously. And even though she's in this place that she doesn't 
necessarily want to be in, she strives to be the best because that's just her personality. And also she wants to make sure that her family is kept safe. So lots of strange things happen. Lots of unreal things happen in this sort of speculative, metaphysical story. And it remains one of those books that stands out as a really unique read, something I have not read before. And I recommend it whenever I can, especially to people who like weird fiction like me. So again, that's Vita Nostra. That's by Marina and Sergei Diachenko and translated by Julia Matov-Hersey. My second book perhaps needs no introduction. We actually just talked about it on our last episode where we were talking about our holiday gifting recommendations. And it's Moon of the Crusted Snow by Wobgishig Rice. And this is a favorite. Both Jen and I have raved about this book. And in that episode, I learned that the book has a sequel coming out very soon in February, Moon of the Turning Leaves. So I am, of course, over the moon excited about that. I did not mean to use the word moon again there, but I'll leave it. I'm super excited because Moon of the Crusted Snow was such a great story. And it's set against a very bleak landscape. It's the sort of near future post-apocalyptic story. And it takes place when there's just a downpour of snow. As you might imagine from the title, it's winter. Times are tough. And reading about this small Anishinaabe community that's, again, isolated from a lot of other places and towns and conveniences. Within this community, there's some divide. There are people who aren't following the traditions or keeping up the traditions of the Anishinaabe and then there are people who want the traditions and the stories to thrive and to live on and be passed down. And with this in mind, there is a blackout that happens and the community gets cut off from everybody and everything. It's obviously already difficult for them to get resources or have access to resources being where they are. And now it's so much harder. And of course, this creates a lot of strife, a lot of panic, and the community has to really get together in a way they haven't and figure out how they're going to get through this together and how they're going to support not just themselves and their families, but the whole community. And we have our protagonist, who is one of the younger people who really wants to keep traditions alive and keep stories alive and is very connected to the culture 
And he is also trying to, all of this is happening and we get his perspective and we're seeing it through his eyes and how dire things are and how some of these divisions are creating additional struggle for just keeping the community together and helping each other. And then an outsider comes in and completely turns the tables. And it is one of those stories about how the colonizers come in and what that does to these communities. So really, really excellent read. Great for a cold day. And again, that's Moon of the Crusted Snow by Wobgishig Rice. And that's it for my picks. I cannot wait to bundle up with a blanket and light a candle and relax with some of these books. Maybe I'll pick up both of the sequels. Try to convince somebody to send me a arc of the next Wogishig Rice book. And yeah, I hope you find some books to keep you cozy and warm through the season. SFF Yet is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And if you have a moment, please review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you listen. It does help people find us. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Williams. That's S-C-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And I'll talk to you next time.